not to walk alone. Come on here. Leave me not to Seventy. 
Psalm 70, <clears throat> beginning at verse 1, make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Let them be ashamed and confounded that seek my soul. Let them be turned backward and put to confusion that desire my hurt. Let them be turned back for a reward of their shame that say, aha, aha. Let all those that seek thee rejoice and be glad in thee and let such as love thy salvation Say continually, let God be magnified. But I am poor and needy. Make haste unto me, O God. Thou art my help and my deliverer. O Lord, make no tarry. Amen. Make haste, O God. And help me. On to raise a question this morning I know the answer to it already but I'll raise it so all of us can be together on the same page I want to raise this question where is God <clears throat> where is God the world seems to be crumbling around us we know that God is above all. We know that he sees all. We know that he knows exactly what's going on in this world. But where is he? Where is God? You ever, you ever get the impression that God would have more followers if his response time was a little quicker? <laughs> you ever get the impression that, that, that he'd be a little more popular and more folk would follow him if, 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 if he was a little quicker to move? With all of the evil that surrounds us right now, with so many people calling on his name, so many people on their knees praying, doesn't it just seem like God would have done something by now. School shootings. Not safe even in the grocery store. Corruption in the government. A big lie that won't die. And I know I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one that's praying about these things. But can I be honest with you this morning? Sometimes I wonder what's taking God so long. Am I by myself? Sometimes I just wonder, God, 
what's taking you so long? Don't you see? If I see it, I know you. I know you see it. Where are you? I'm seeing it. He saw it before I saw it. He sees more than I can see, but God, where are you? But then my mind goes back to my roots. I hear them old saints singing, you can't hurry God. Oh no, you just got to wait. You got to trust him and give him time. No matter how long it takes. Am I in the house? Anybody remember? He's a God that you can't hurry. Oh, he'll be there. Just don't you worry. He may not come when you want him. But brothers and sisters, whenever he shows up, he'll be right on time. Now, brothers and sisters, that's, that's a beautiful song. It's an old song that I remembered all my life. The lyrics have taught me off a whole lot of cliffs. It, it assures us that God is aware. <laughs> yeah, you ain't the only one that knows what's going on. God is aware of where we are. And, and, and it gives us a little comfort and it gives us a little relief. But the truth is, there's still times that we look toward heaven and wonder, God, where are you? God, are you seeing this? Are you seeing what's going on? Children getting killed. God, are you seeing this? But the more you study, the more study about him, and the more you get to know him, you begin to see that he has a record of working like this. <laughs> study the Bible. You ain't the first one to wonder that. You, you're not the first one that thought that. God has a record of working like this. Just think about it. He could have stepped in at any point before they got to the den with Daniel. Are y'all hearing this? He's God. He's God. He could have put out the fire before they ever got the Hebrew boys to the front. He is God. As righteous a man as Job was, you would have thought that God would at least save one of his children. Martha, Martha even said it. She even said it to Jesus, to his face. Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. I can go all day long with a whole lot of examples of how he's always operated just like this. But the thing that we conclude, and you need to write this down, it might hurt your feelings a little bit, but the thing that we conclude, the fact is, 
our immediate deliverance and what we want right now does not seem to be at the top of God's list of priorities. I know that ain't what you want to think about, God. You want to think that God jumps in time you call him, but the truth is what we want is not at the top of his list of priorities. Now, please hear me. Please hear me now. He is a deliverer. And he can and he will grant us the desires of our hearts. But those things are not just at the top of his list. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing me. What you want and what you desire, it just ain't at the top of his list of priorities. It's only, my brothers and sisters, it's only when you can slow down and learn that lesson that we come to understand, we come to know that whenever he moves, he'll be, I wonder if I got a witness here, whenever he moves, he'll be right on time. In Psalm 70, in Psalm 70 is a prayer. David, the psalmist, he's praying, and in his prayer, he's saying to God, God, I need you to move, and I need you to move right now. You don't hear much of it now, but you remember when folk used to get out to pray, and they had them right now prayers, them right now prayers. Lord, I need you right now, now, Lord. That's what David is doing. David said, I need you to move, and I need you to move right now. Look at him saying, make haste. Remember what David was. Remember what David was. He had enemies surrounding him. And they were surrounding him not because of anything he had done. They were surrounding him. Everybody hated him, really, because of the anointing of God on his life. I learned, brothers and sisters, I learned this in my, in my short 71 years of life. I, I learned that you don't have to mistreat folk for them to fall out with you. <laughs> it, took me, it, took me, it took me 70 years to learn that. But you, you, don't have to, you don't have to mistreat folk for folk to fall out with you. Just walk in God's anointing. <laughs> Are y'all hearing me? Just be what God has made you to be. Just walk like you are anointed. Talk like you're anointed. Somehow folk will just fall out with you. <laughs> Try to live for him. Try to live for him. Try to walk in his will and try to walk in his way and demons will come out of the woodwork to attack you on every hand. If you're not, and if you're not careful, if you're not careful, you'll find yourself like David saying, God, I, I need you. These folk, are, they, they, they at me. David, David, David said, Lord, I need you to come, and I need you to come in a hurry. I need you to do something about these folk right now. Make haste. 
make haste and help me. And whenever you ask for help, brothers and sisters, get this, this point. Whenever you ask for help, that implies that you're already doing something for yourself. Y'all hear me? If you're asking for help, that means that you're already doing, don't ask for help if you ain't doing nothing. <laughs> Y'all hearing me? Whenever you ask for help, that implies that you have already, David says, I have tried to do the best I could. Tried to serve the king well. I, I, I even played my heart for him to try to make him feel better. David says, I've done what I could do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he's asking the Lord for help. Yeah, he's already done what he could do for himself. But look at this short prayer that he prays for help for himself. He, 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 he prays, says, uh, first of all, Lord, I need help for me. He prays. He says, now I'm praying. Listen, to, listen, to, he's praying now, talking to God. And you ought to be real with God. Be real. When you, if you have to lie to everybody else, don't lie to God because he knows anyway. He says, I want, I'm praying for shame and confusion on my enemies. <laughs> right there in the book. I, I, I want you to shame and confuse my enemies. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that, he, that's what he's praying for. But then at the same time, he ends up praying, uh, yeah, 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 shame and confusion on my enemies, uh, but I want joy for my friends. <laughs> Look at verse 2. Verse 2 says, let them be confounded that seek after my soul. Lord, I want you to come right now and show them who you are. Show them that you are who you say you are. Show them, God, that you will do exactly what you say you will do. God, they think that my trust in you is in vain and that I'm losing and they are winning, but I want you to come right now. I want you to come right now and show them the real deal. I want you to show them that you really do have my back. Am I the only one in here that wants God to move right now? On all of this stuff that we got going on, don't you want to see God just somehow step in the middle of it, send down fire, at least a bolt of lightning or something? Are y'all hearing me? Move right now, Lord. Show them that I know what I'm talking about. Show them. Lord, they want to see me hurting. They think they got me trapped, and they think that you're not. Yeah, they think that yeah, 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 that they got me trapped. They they think they're winning this thing, God. And and David saying, God, and God, you're not making it any better by slowing around. I need you to move right now. Verse three, verse three, he prays about this crowd that you thought was a new crowd, but it ain't. This crowd been around a long time. That crowd that's standing around saying, aha, uh -huh. 
See, you saw that was a new crowd. That, that crowd was way back there in David's day. They've been around for a long. That crowd that takes delight in watching you struggle. And they'll say, uh-huh. Y'all hearing this? It's right there in the book. That crowd that's always looking for you to lose your faith. So they can say, uh-huh. Are y'all hearing me? That, that crowd that thinks that every minute you're going to give up the race and throw up your hands so they can say, uh-huh. That crowd that's waiting on you to grow weary and weak in your faith and give up on your faith so they can say, uh-huh. I know it wasn't done to them. Uh-huh. But then we get to verse 4. All at once, the prayer focus changes. Up until now, it's been, God, I need this, and God, I need that, and I need it right now. But all at once, he starts praying for other folk. All at once now, he's praying for others. It's almost like he's realizing that I'm not the only one suffering. And that's another thing you need to consider, saints. You need to consider that you're not the only one going through. Oh, you're sitting there mad because you see what's happening on the television. But, well, yeah, yeah, what you've got to realize is there are some folk who are actually going through what you're watching. Are y'all hearing me? It's almost like I, 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 I can't came to realize I, I'm praying, but I can't just pray for me. Let, let me include those others who might be where I am or maybe even worse. Lord, let all those that seek thee rejoice and be glad in thee. Oh, my brothers and sisters, sometimes uh, at some point, you got to get beyond praying for me, my, and mine, and remember that God has called us to pray for all of us, pray for every. Are y'all hearing me? And as he prayed for others, as he prayed for others, he, he began to learn something about himself. And let such as love thy salvation continually. Let God be magnified. <laughs> Y'all, he learning something about himself. He says, he says, now, I, 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 yeah, I, I, I want in the midst of all of this, I want you, God, to be magnified. David is praying for others. He's praying for others to come to realize that God is not only glorified when he steps in and gets me out of stuff, but he's also glorified in the way I go through stuff. I just said something right there. I, I say God ain't just glorified when he gets me out. He's glorified when I can hold up my head. And walk right on through. Are y'all hearing me? That's giving God glory. He's glorified in the way I bear these burdens. So in the midst 
of trying to rush God, he realizes that even when I'm going through, God must be glorified. Are y'all hearing me? Let, listen to him saying, let God be magnified. Lord, rather than rushing to get me out, I want you to use me in such a way that even as I am going through, I will magnify your name. Somebody ought to shout up in here. Lord, I got a load on my shoulders. It's a heavy load, but let me bear it in such a way that people will see me bearing my load and say, glory to God. Y'all ain't hearing me. And brothers and sisters, we all of us, all of us, we all must, must remind, be reminded every now and then that we're here in this world for one purpose. We're here in this world for one purpose. Yeah, we're the crown of his creation and we're here for one purpose and that purpose is to bring glory to God. We're here to glorify God and God knows how, how to handle every situation. Anybody believe what I'm saying up in here? Yeah, yeah, we're here to bring glory to God and God knows how to handle every situation in our lives to get the most glory. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing me. Y'all got it written down right there. Ain't nobody gonna shout about that. God knows how much to put you through to get the most glory. I, 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 God knows how to let you go through enough storm to, to get his glory. Are y'all hearing me? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, I, I, I could have stopped Daniel before he got to the den, but then I would not have gotten the glory of locking the lion's jaws. Y'all ain't hearing me. Well, I, I could have I kept the Hebrew boys uh, yeah, from having to go into the fire, but then I would not have gotten the glory of seeing them safe on the other side. Well, I could have shown up before Lazarus died, but then I would not have gotten the glory of going to get him back from the grave. Are y'all hearing me? God says, I'm working it out. I'm working it out, but, but, but I can do more than one thing at a time. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing me. I can work things out for you, your good, and for my glory at the same time. Somebody ought to shout. Yeah, I, I can work things out for your good and for my glory at the same time. So David invites all of us. He invites all of us in every situation to magnify the Lord. Oh, we say it, but do we really know what it means? Magnify the Lord. Magnify, yeah, yeah, in our mind means to take something that's small and make it big. That's what magnify means. But the truth is, that, yeah, let's be honest about it. We can't make God no bigger. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing me. We can't make God any bigger than what he is. So magnify, really. Think about it. 
magnify really yeah when you got a magnifying glass and you looking at something under a magnifying glass it doesn't make it any bigger it just brings it closer to you y'all ain't hearing me so when I say magnify the Lord I ain't trying to make him bigger I'm trying to draw him y'all ain't hearing me yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to draw him closer to me in every situation. David says, I will bless the Lord. Isn't that in the book? I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Listen to how he says it in Psalm. 34, he says, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Are y'all hearing me? Not just when he gets us out, but even as we are going through, we need to learn how to magnify his name. In every situation, we ought to be able to say, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. That's why you hear me every Sunday. Yeah. Stand here and say, Lord, I want to live for thee every day and every hour. That's why I go on and say, in my weakness, be my strength. In my trials, all oh, be thy near me all the day. And hear my yeah, every cry. Well, I've come to a close, but I close, I want to point to you a suffering savior. Yeah facing death on the cross. But when he began to pray, yeah, when he began to cry out to his father, yeah, he wasn't crying, Lord, get me out of here. Yeah, he wasn't crying, Father, get rid of my troubles. Uh, but what he cried was, Lord, uh, not my will, yeah, but your will uh, be done. Y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah. He went on uh, to the cross and he died. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah. But when he died, uh, as he died, uh, in doing that, uh, he conquered sin. He conquered death and he conquered the grave and he got it up uh, from the grave, uh, proclaiming all power uh, is given. Uh, under me yeah, both in heaven uh, and in earth uh, I close uh, I close uh, by assuring you uh, that God is still in charge y'all ain't hearing me evil uh, on every hand but God is still in charge yeah both buying more and more guns, but God is still 
in charge. Racism yeah, is on the rise, but God is still in charge. And I have concluded, I have concluded like a preacher, yeah, named Paul Jones, that I, I won't complain. Yes, I've had some good days. I've had some hills to climb. I've had some weary days. Are you hearing me? And I've had some sleepless nights. But when I look around and I think things over, all of my good days, they outweigh my bad days. And I, I won't complain. Sometimes my clouds hang low. I can hardly see the road. I ask the question, Lord, why so much pain? But he knows, he knows, he knows, he knows what's best for me. Oh, more than my weary eyes can see and I just say thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord I, I won't complain one doubt if I got a witness in the house God has been good y'all ain't hearing me God has been good to me more than my weary eyes can see. Yes, he's been so good. He's been so good to me. He wipes all my tears away. Turn my midnights in the day. So in spite of everything that's going on, in spite uh, of what everybody's doing, uh, I look toward heaven uh, and I say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
Bible declares that we ought to fret not over evildoers. Neither ought we to be envious of wrongdoers, for they will soon fade away like the grass and wither like the green herb. That sadness may wash over us for a time, but God is still in control. And our pastors told us this morning, not only is he in control, he's still good. <laughs> you might be going through something right now, but I, I want to let you know God is still good. Your health may be failing, but God is still good. Money might be short, but God... It's still good. I'm trying to get you there. That you might not be where you want to be, but God is still good. And if God is still good, you ought to say thank you, Lord. But you won't complain. Amen. This is your invitation. That if you don't know him, to give your life to him. That the Bible declares that believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. That Don't do this much, but if you want to be a part of this church family and you need a covering, you can come join the Salem Baptist Church here in Lilburn, Georgia, and wherever you may be. But this is the invitation to discipleship. Somebody ought to give your life to him. Wipes all my tears away. Turn my midnight into day. All I can say is thank you, Lord. I, I won't complain. Come on, somebody give your life to Jesus. God, he's been good to me. He's been good to me. More than this world or you could ever be. He's been good to me. on somebody turn my midnight in the day all I can say is thank you Lord I 
won't complain. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you. Thank you. Power of your word. That when fear sweeps over our life, your word is still a resting place of comfort. To let us know this is not the end, that you are still in control, that you still have all things in the very palm of your hand. And Lord, we thank you. And I know it's tough right now, but we won't complain, Lord. We'll give you thanks for what you have done because we know that what you have done, you will do it again and again and again. Lord, we pray right now for the soul who needs Jesus, wherever they may be. This is a good time to give your life to him, him who died for you, him who was buried for you, him who got up on the third day morning with all power in his hand. And if you give your life, he's interceding for you right now. Bible declares that he is at the right hand of the Father and I'm just believing that he'll whisper your name in the ear of the Father and let him know that I still am your comfort still am your God I still am your Savior still am your God and for that we say thank you Lord we pray and ask every blessing in the mighty and master's name of Jesus Amen, 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 amen. You may be seated, amen. Oh, give him glory. Still worthy, give him glory. Give him glory. Give him glory. I am glad to be in the house of the Lord. Again. Let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Oh, somebody, let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Oh, have mercy. Thank God for you, Pastor. Thank God for you. Just a few notes before we give benediction on this morning. Our senior fellowship um, is looking to reconnect lives. We ask that you would bring your lawn chairs and also bring your appetites. I don't think we have to tell them to bring the appetites. But please call the church office to RSVP. The date is going to be June the 2nd. Uh, the time is from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And the place is Heritage Hall. Amen. Amen. Y'all pray for those of our seniors who are still struggling with this pandemic, struggling both mentally and socially. And we ask that you would tell them that God is with them. And we want them to gather together again and reconnect with all who are part of this fellowship. Next Sunday, we will be celebrating our annual Youth and Children's Day. 
Uh, please join us as we congratulate all of our students, those who have graduated from uh, both college and high school and uh, lower grades who are moving to higher grades. Amen? Amen. I want to give thanks for all in the house and all abroad, both online and those listening. That thank you for your gifts in giving and thank you for your stewardship in tithing that you're not just giving to the local church, but you're giving to the advancement of the kingdom of God. And if you have your gift today, we do have receptacles in the house, um, both to my left and your right and my left, my right and your left uh, as you leave today. In the spirit of safety, we want to continue to exit as we have been instructed those to my left, if you would, out the double doors here and those in the center who are closest, same thing. And then those to my right, out single file, out this single door. Um, and we thank you for your obedience. Uh, continue to pray for those in our family who are dealing with bereavement. Continue to pray uh, for the family of Deacon Mark Gracia. Continue to pray for, pray for the family of those who have dealt with uh, a loss of loved one. And also continue to pray for those in our family who are dealing with sickness. Amen. So, so good to see everyone. So good uh, for your presence online too. I uh, got a lot of comments today, Brother Pastor. A lot of hallelujahs and amens and clapping hands online. So they were feeling it too. Amen. Amen. So I want to thank God for you. Pastor, is there anything you need else to say? All right, let us stand, please. God be with you. to present us blameless before his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God let there be glory let there be majesty let there be dominion and all authority and let it be both now henceforth and forevermore and let the people of God say
are several ways to submit your tithe and offering. Online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give. On Cash App at dollar sign the church with zeal via the givelify app by mail to salem missionary baptist church p.o box 817 lilburn georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on tuesday wednesday or thursday from 10 a.m until 2 p.m it's not necessary to wait until sunday to give Online, GiveLify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.